Hello, welcome to Discovering Jazz. My name's Larry Sademan here in Victoria, B.C. For the next hour, you and I are going to discover some great jazz, including some on the fringes of the genre, sponsored by Peterborough Independent Podcasters. For the next few episodes, I'm going to highlight some of the jazz albums that jazz critics and radio stations seem to feel are the best releases of 2021. Uh, Yeah, I know I could possibly do my own, but since my job is to help us all discover jazz, I, I think it'd be better to trust the experts and see how we all resonate with their picks. Later, I'll talk about how I decided which experts to pick, as well as which of their many different selections to decide to play for this podcast. And the selections were certainly diverse, with very little repetition within those best-of lists. Let's start with one that wasn't on any of those experts' best lists, at least not the ones that I found in mid-December. This was the number one album in terms of radio play on U.S. jazz radio stations on Jazz Week radio chart for 25 weeks. It's pianist Emmett Cohen's Future Stride album. This is symphonic raps. And pay attention to how he moves from pure stride and into swing near the end. And I love what Kyle Poole is doing on the drums.
Emmett Cohen with Kyle Poole on drums and Russell Hall bass. That tune, Symphonic Raps, was written by Bert Stevens and Erwin Abrams in 1927 and described in the sheet music as a piano novelty. It was originally recorded by Louis Armstrong. Now, why isn't this album on any critics' top albums of 2021? I've listened to it, to much of it, and I love it. I think that as you see what the critics have been choosing, you might get an idea as to why they passed by Emmett Cohen's wonderful and very popular album. I mentioned that there wasn't much repetition among the critics and little consensus as to what the top 10 or 20 albums of 2021 might be, but... Here's an exception to that. Five of those six critics' best lists that I first saw ended up choosing Sons of Kemet, Black to the Future, as one of the best, and Stereo Gum had it as number one. It's the only album from which I'll play more than one track, as they're both fairly short. Pick Up Your Burning Cross, followed by Think of Home, England's Sons of Kemet, featuring Shabaka Hutchings, from their 2021 album Black to the Future.
The Sons of Kemet, Black to the Future, being probably the most agreed-upon album for the best of 2021 honors, with Shavaka Hutchings on woodwinds, drummers Tom Skinner and Eddie Hick, and Theon Cross on tuba, which you hear throughout the album. And for the first track, you uh, heard vocals by Moore Mother and Shavaka Hutchings. That record did not make the list of top albums played on mostly U.S. radio stations as per the Jazz Week charts, and neither did this next one. In fact, 
even though this man is a long-time and prominent jazz artist, the album never made it past the chart-bound category in the Jazz Week charts. It's Charles Lloyd in the Marvel's Tone Poems album. It made the lists of three of the six critics' best-of lists that I initially looked at and, and a lot more later on. From that album, here's their rendition of Leonard Cohen's Anthem.
Charles Lloyd and the Marvels from their latest album, Tone Poem. That's Leonard Cohen's Anthem with Bill Frizzell on guitar, Greg Lees on pedal steel, Reuben Rogers bass, and Eric Harland drums. Today, part one of a summary of some of the best of 2021 lists. So what are my sources and how did I get them? Second question first mostly from the first five sites that came up when I googled in mid-December Best Jazz Recordings of 2021. Then I added Jazz Times magazines and the running 52-week jazz chart from Jazz Week. Those first five were a UK site called Jazzwise, Stereogum, who always seems to find cutting-edge recordings for their lists, uh, The New York Times, a site called AOTY, short for Album of the Year, and the Denver Post. Here is one that Stereo Gum and no other site put on their list. Damon Locks and the Black Monument Ensemble, an album called Now, recorded in the garden behind Chicago's Experimental Sound Studio. Locke stated that the music, quote, was about offering a new thought about resisting the darkness. It was about asking the question, since the future has unfolded and taken a new and dangerous shape, what happens now? Unquote. Keep your mind free. Anything interesting happened today? Yeah, some crazy nut bashed up a lot of cars at the disco. Yeah, maybe that's a warning. Warning. Yeah. Pretty soon, the whole world will go
Damon Locks, and Black Monument Ensemble. Looking through those best lists, one thing I found as I listened to parts of various albums was the lack of music that most people would think of as being jazz, especially standard tunes that sort of swing, or even wild bebop improvisations. So many of the records seem similar to what one might think of as modern classical, or free improvisation, or tone poems that were designed to communicate political and spiritual ideas. Here's one that sounds almost classical, even as it is described by some as old-school jazz. It was number five on both the AOTY site and the Jazz Times list. The wonderful New York pianist V.J. Iyer with Linda Han Oh on bass and multi-instrumentalist Tai Shan Sori on percussion from an album called Uneasy. This is the last track, Entrustment. Thank you. 
very nice. Entrustment by Vijay Iyer with Linda May Han O oh and Taishan Sori. Let's move on to something that would be pretty similar to what most people would think of when you told them you were going to play some jazz. And it's by a Vancouver, Canada artist. While it wasn't on any best lists, it was the most played Canadian jazz album on U.S. radio stations, at least according to the Jazz Week charts. In fact, it was the ninth most popular jazz album of 2021. It's alto saxophonist Corey Weeds, and the album is called O Sola Mio, Music from the Motherland. And as you can probably guess from the title, the motherland is Italy, as all the tunes are either Italian-themed or by Italian composers. Here is Henry Mancini's Mr. Lucky.
Mr. Lucky from Osolomeo with Vancouver's Corey Weeds on alto sax, Eric Alexander, tenor saxophone, Mike Ledon on Hammond B3 organ, Peter Bernstein guitar, and Joe Farnsworth drums. One of my favorite albums for 2021, although I admit I haven't heard all of it yet, but I intend to, is by a singer named Veronica Swift. The album is called This Bitter Earth, and I did play something by her uh, in at least one previous episode of Discovering Jazz. It's rated as number three, according to Jazz Week's number of plays on jazz radio stations, and it made number 13 on Jazz Time's Best Of list for 2021. It features, along with Veronica Swift's beautifully crafted vocals, Emmett Cohen, who we uh, heard featured in the first tune I played on this episode on Celeste and Piano. Yes, Sushi, Nakamura on bass, and Brian Carter drums. This is How Lovely to Be a Woman.
to know the things a woman knows. How marvelous to wait for a date in simply beautiful clothes. Veronica Swift from the Broadway musical of 1960, Bye Bye Birdie. And given the rather sexist stereotype, it's not surprising that it was written by two men, Charles Strauss and Lee Adams. Next, I've never been a huge Pat Metheny fan. Not because he isn't great, but his music just has never really resonated with me. But I confess that reading that his latest album, Side Eye has made at least two best of lists, Jazz Times Magazine and the British Jazzwise site, plus a few other uh, sites that I uh, that I kind of looked at later. It leads me to give him another listen, and I decided that I enjoyed listening to this fairly long track from the album, where he plays with some young New York musicians, including pianist James Francis and drummer Marcus Gilmore. From that album, here is It Starts When We Disappear, Pat Metheny.
Pat Matheny from his album Side Eye, It Starts When We Disappear. And I'm about to disappear for another week, but I have time for one more short selection from albums that have made some best of 2021 lists. Another one that wasn't on any of the lists that I accessed, but was the 17th most played album this year on American Jazz Radio. Maybe it wasn't on the list because it was actually released late in the previous year, November 2020. A pianist, Eric Reed, who I saw play in 2019 at the Victoria Jazz Festival with saxophone Eric Alexander. His latest album is called For Such a Long Time. And here is a piano solo from that album, Duke Ellington's Come Sunday. This is Larry Sademan saying bye for now. And next week on Discovering Jazz, I'll play some more from the best of 2021. Eric Reed. <laughs>